Hello and welcome to Sniffing Out the Bullshit, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurs who want help wading their way through the bullshit jungle of entrepreneurship and learn the tools, skills and mindset that are actually required for success. I'm your host, Sabrina Shabans, the No Bullshit Entrepreneur. Welcome back to another episode of Sniffing Out the Bullshit. This week's title probably confuses you a little bit because it's a completely made-up word. Yep, I decided to make up a term to describe a state of being that I believe many suffer from. We all do it, none of us are immune, but why we do it is another matter. Of course, I'm talking about comparing ourselves to others. Somehow, over the years, we've been conditioned to base our self-worth on how other people see us and not how we see ourselves. Think about it. We spend so much of our time wondering if we're not smart enough, attractive enough, popular enough. And do you know what the major culprit of these feelings are? Social media. You know it. You would just rather ignore it because social media fills up your time and gives you something to do when you're not really feeling like into work or you're just feeling a bit bored. But how many times have you thought one or even all of these sort of things when looking at social media, for example? I, I wish my body was as good as theirs. Wow, they have the best life. Look how much they get to travel. How much cool stuff they have. I wish my life was that cool. Or how do they get so many likes and engagement on their posts? My posts never get enough likes. I guess I'm just not good enough. Or maybe they're like the perfect couple. They're always so happy. They do everything together. They do and they have all these cool things. Well, how about, oh my God, they got promotion, but they've only been at that company like a year. That's so unfair. I've been working so hard and they've already overtaken me. Or maybe if you're an entrepreneur, it's, oh my God, they've landed another client. They're doing so well. But I'm spending all this time networking. I'm still not landing anywhere near as many clients as them. So be honest. How many times have you said any of those? So I'm just laughing because when I said that be honest thing, I felt like that Beckham meme. Be honest. So, so right now, imagine David popping his head around the corner at you to say this. Be honest. So if I'm being honest, I think I've said all of those things to myself. Literally all of them. And that's when I realised that social media is so bad for me. But unfortunately, it's it's not just social media's fault. And I need to get a handle on this comparanoia as it happens in all areas of life. But I guess just think about what life was like before social media. And now I'm thinking, <laughs> so I'm now thinking about all the youngsters listening to this thinking, there was a time before social media? <laughs> so yes, I'm old. And when I went to school, we didn't even have phones. But there were still comparisons being made all over the place. Instead, it was the things that people had. Because I remember being really upset at school. I mean, this is primary school. When I felt like everyone, 
and it was probably only a couple of the cool kids had these Nike Air Max Triax trainers. I remember the make, I remember the model, everything. My parents didn't want to spend so much money on trainers for a kid who'd probably grow out of them in like a month. And I realise now that's sensible. <laughs> that's the normal thing to do. But at the time, I thought they were like the worst people in the world and they were trying to ruin my, my rep at school. Um, it made me feel like I was poor. Like, I was definitely not cool. And I constantly felt jealous of what other people had. And then, you know, then as we got older, it was different. We compared grades. Like, I was okay on this front. I I had decent grades all the time. And I definitely did some downward comparison here, which meant I thought I was better than other people just because I got better grades. It took me like another 20 years to realize that I'm not actually smarter than these people necessarily, but I just knew how to take exams. Sure, I have a certain level of intelligence, but these kids are not learned how to use their intelligence to their advantage yet, but I did. So when we got to sixth form, it was something completely different because, you know, we we sort of cared about grades, but I think by that point, people were, were too cool. People knew which were the clever kids or the not so clever kids or whatever you want to describe them as. And then it became like the, the clothes we wore or what car we drove. Oh my God, there was so much comparison going on, bad cars. Some people were driving to school in a Porsche and others in vehicles that barely even passed the MOT. Now, me, what did I drive? Well laughing again I'm like my dad had a Rolls Royce no he did not have a Rolls Royce I didn't get driven to school in a Rolls Royce I didn't drive to school I took the train <laughs> now the people in their cars probably drove past me and did their own downward comparisons there shouting train wanker or, or something and if you've not seen in between us you probably won't get that but if you have big up Jay um but yeah the usual comparison is is not this downward comparison I keep talking about. It's this upward comparison. We naturally compare ourselves to people that we perceive are better than us in some way. But the problem is that's just it. It's a perception that we can change. Now, we've been comparing ourselves to others for years. And what good has it actually done us? And that's why I call it comparanoia, because when we compare ourselves to other people, it leads to this sense of paranoia that we're not good enough and it reminds me of this Seneca quote right he says um the Seneca quote is I'm trying to remember exactly it's we suffer more in imagination than in reality and that's what it is and it reminds me of that because this comparanoia has led us to think that we're not worthy enough because we're basing the level one that doesn't even exist most of the time because how much of what you see on social media is actually real or at least it's selectively real right for example we are comparing our behind the scenes with other people's highlight reels and coming to conclusion that our lives are not good enough only we know everything that goes on in our lives the struggles the procrastination the stress and that stuff is not shown on social media. And so we're comparing these bits of our lives to the success stories, the highs, the wins of other people's lives. It's no wonder we feel like crap all the time. Sadly, other people 
are not the source of how we feel about feel about ourselves. They just expose how we really feel about ourselves deep down inside. Uh, I'm sorry I've just dropped this huge source of reality on you there, but how we feel is only up to us. We always say they made us feel a certain way. How many times have you said that? I mean, I say that all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stop. I really am. But I always say that. We say, oh, but they made us feel like this. They made us feel like crap. They made me upset. No, no, no. They didn't make us feel anything. We felt those feelings. We are literally the only ones who can control those feelings. I know, it sucks, right? But it's our fault. You gotta remember that phrase. Life is 20% of what happens to you and 80% of how you react to it. You must have heard that. But, well, I think it's actually 90-10, but I am obsessed with the 80-20 rule. So I've attached it to make it 80-20. Um, and it doesn't really matter what the numbers are, right? But the point is, you don't have to react in a certain way. You can learn to control your feelings. I'm not saying it's easy. It's absolutely not, for sure. And it also depends on where you are in your life, too. If you have low self-worth, you're more prone to compare yourself to others. And you don't necessarily have the confidence to be like, yep, I'm awesome. It doesn't matter what they're doing. I'm still awesome. And uh, apologies if the first bit came out in American because I swear such an American word. I'm awesome. Um, no, it wasn't supposed to be American. But yeah, I feel like I want to tell myself that I'm awesome regardless of what other people are doing with their lives. But it's, it's not easy to do that. I definitely suffer from paranoia. I often feel like I hate myself after scrolling through social media because I compare myself to literally every single post and I make myself feel bad about it. Yeah, I make myself, I it's, it's me in my own head. They don't make me feel bad. They're just posting whatever they want to post. I make myself feel bad about it. But instead, if I compare my own highlight reel with their posts, I'm actually doing pretty damn well. Because, you know, like, they compare like for like. But I'm I'm not. Like, because usually you only compare with what's currently on your mind. And what's currently on your mind is usually a problem that you're trying to solve. So therefore, you're comparing their awesome news with your current difficulties. And that's why it becomes so painful looking at some of these posts sometimes. And this mainly happens when you're not truly engaged with your personal journey. Instead, you're just copying other people and what they're doing. And I see this stuff all the time with our agency clients, like even when it comes to just, you know, websites and stuff. So someone will come to us and they'll want their branding or website done. And I'll ask them some questions about who they are as a brand and like, you know, how they want to come across. And usually they reply somewhere along the lines of, well, these are our competitors and we just kind of want to look to look like theirs. I mean, don't copy it exactly, but we want it to be really, really similar. And you won't believe how often I get this. I mean, maybe 80% of the time. There you go, 80-20 rule again. But yeah, it just shows though that they have not even thought about who they truly are and what they want to represent. They haven't found their why. And you know that Simon Sinek would not be impressed with that, right? So I usually have to take them through this branding journey to help them discover who they are and what they want to represent. And by feeling more connected with this, they don't have to compare themselves to others and they know where they are on their journey. Please 
please try to do this yourself as well. If you're not sure how to do an exercise like this, then just message me. I will happily help you through it. But it's so, so valuable. Because if you truly know who you are, as you start to compare yourself to someone else, try this, right? Try just taking a moment and appreciate the beauty of what they've achieved. Whether it's money, success, great body, whatever. Whatever it is, just take a moment and appreciate it first. And be like, well done to them. Then think about it more. If it's something that you aspire to be, for example, they've just announced they made their first million and you also want to do that, then use that energy that you feel as inspiration rather than jealousy or rather than feeling like you're inferior. Just appreciate that you're that, that they are awesome, but then think, okay, I can be awesome too. This shift in the use of your energy will then be transformative. And you, it would no longer be those feelings of resentment or you know inferiority, and, and instead you're motivated to be like, right, this is my sign that I'm gonna go do that. But if you, I guess if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people in a way like, oh, I'm jealous that person's younger or taller, then and you obviously can't achieve these things, right? So then you need to definitely just learn how to appreciate their beauty and what they've achieved without comparing. And you're probably thinking, okay, Sabrina, this is way easier said than done. And, you know, maybe don't tell me you don't look at Beyonce and think, I wish I was her. Well, do you know what? I don't actually. I know many worship Queen Bee, because I'm going to be really careful what I say here, but I don't. I, I mean, I think she's hugely talented, seriously attractive, and has definitely a banging bod. I haven't even talked about her voice. But, like, you know, all those things what I look at. But I just don't compare myself to her, as we're on completely different journeys. I mean, I definitely was not meant to be on a stage singing and twerking. Believe me, no one wants to see that. I can literally just admire everything she's achieved, admire her beauty and move on. Just like how I admire the beauty of nature. I absolutely love going for a walk in nature and just soaking in all of that beauty. I, I literally just got back from Spain. I went on this solo retreat and I, every day I just went walking on the beach. Um, and I just loved the way the sun fell in my feet and and the sea, oh, it was so, so gorgeous. If you've never been on a solo retreat, I massively recommend it. And I would just, you know, it's, it's amazing. But I didn't like walk on that beach and look out at the sea and think, oh my God, look how big and beautiful that sea is. I can't be as vast as the sea. People won't think I'm as good as the sea. That would be so ridiculous. But somehow we do this with people. But it could be equally as ridiculous. We just don't realise it. See, I want to try and give you a few tips that I've worked on over the last few years to get me much better at controlling my cat paranoia and um, comparanoia. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I definitely not. I totally still compare myself to other people, but I'm more conscious of it and I am aware of it and will try not to let myself slip into that. So I have five things that I've worked on that have really helped and I'm going to share them with you today. And so first up, the first thing you need to do is you need to define what success and happiness looks like to you. Because if you don't truly know, then you'll be constantly searching for more. 
And I'm going to let you think in your head what that looks like for a moment. Now, just imagine your ideal life where you're super happy and you consider yourself to be successful. What does that really look like? Let that sink in. Now, I'm guessing you probably thought of how much money you had, house you live in, car you drive. If you didn't, apologies. Um, but that is where most people go to first. It's it's crazy how many things people think possessions, finance. It's the first thing they think of. But financial success is just one element, right? Sure. What would your finances look like for you to feel successful or happy? You absolutely have to consider that. That's definitely a factor. But also, what are you like physically? Do you want to lose some weight? Do you want to gain some weight? Do you want to get rid of some health problems you have or change your lifestyle to be a little bit healthier? And what about mentally? What is mental success to you? What is mental happiness like for you? I mean, that sounds probably a little strange, mental happiness, but I mean, I want to be in my own head less. I want to wake up and not be immediately worried about work. I just want to have the freedom to enjoy the day as I wish. I'd love to learn new things, just go out and hang with friends and family, play with my dog all day, um, you know, and not be clouded in my brain with all this sort of stuff. To me, that's mental happiness. And your definition of success will be so different to other people. And that's okay, because it's what you want. And if you don't know what you want and how you define success or happiness, then you'll be forced to use the definition of others. And that is literally how comparanoia happens. So think about that. And then we're going to go on to the next step, which is my favorite phrase, always be learning. This is literally my motto for life, as I believe it applies to pretty much everything. Um, but if you realize that life is a lesson and you are forever a student, then there's no need to compare yourself to others because you are not worse than others. You're just on a different place in the journey and you're still learning. And if you have this mentality towards everything, you can turn any negativity into a lesson. The third thing is to have the attitude that, of my attitude is collaborate, don't compete. I believe there's plenty of room in this world for everyone to be successful. But for some reason, we see some people as competition. Then there's some negativity towards each other um, because you're competing for the same things. And that's definitely when comparison kicks in. But instead, if you see someone doing well, think, oh, wow, they're amazing. How can I collaborate with them to produce something awesome too? And this is the ethos behind Knobs, my new members club for entrepreneurs. The tagline for the club is literally where everyone's a winner. It's twofold because everyone who joins is already a winner because they're so high caliber. But we also encourage collaboration and genuine support of each other. Because we believe that if you collaborate, you win. You all win. And which brings me on to my fourth point, which is to know your strengths. Because some people may seem like competitors, but they're actually not. For example, I've, I've been running a creative agency for 10 years and there are thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands of other agencies in the world who could be seen as competitors, but I don't think they are. They, 
you know, we all have our strengths in different areas, right? So we specialize in designing and building low carbon WordPress websites. We know WordPress inside out. And in fact, I'm even known as the WordPress witch because I can work my magic on WordPress sites and all that. And, you know, our strength is WordPress. And the fact that we're very big on design rather than development of things is also another difference because some agencies are huge on development. They make big enterprise sites, even on WordPress, which is possible. But that's not us. We prefer to do the simpler builds and make them super duper beautiful because we love branding and graphic design. And, you know, so there's, we, we've, we've seen other agencies who do WordPress and they do completely different sites to us. Then they look like competitors on the outside, but they're not. And, you know, when we compare ourselves to others, we often look at our weaknesses. We compare their strengths and our weaknesses, which is why we end up feeling pretty crap. But if we know our strengths, we can feel more confident. And there'll be fewer people to even compare ourselves to because there's no point comparing ourselves to, to someone else if we know that isn't our strength, right? So confidence is a major, major player in this comparanoia problem, which is why my last tip is pretty much all about trying to give yourself a bit of a confidence boost. So what I like to do is set myself up for little wins. I feel like I definitely do, and I feel like lots of people do. We spend our time beating ourselves up because we're trying to try achieve something so big but we achieve great things every single day, but we just don't take the time to be able to appreciate ourselves. So I make sure that I celebrate the small wins and I absolutely actively try to do this now on a weekly basis. I encourage myself to do something each week that I've been putting off for a while because when you put things off, whether it's because, uh, because you consider it to be like less of a priority than other things or whatever the reason is you think you're too busy, you end up feeling a little bit like a failure because you have failed to achieve this thing right and so I then decide that I'm going to do something that I've been meaning to do for quite some time even if it's small I then celebrate that I you know maybe I celebrate in a very tiny way like for example most of the time I just celebrate with an evening off or a trip to the spa to relax for a little bit but sometimes I even go buy myself some flowers. I spend time trimming them and putting them in a vase in the living room. And then it just brightens up the room, smells amazing. And then it reminds me that I did something awesome that week. And, you know, at the end of the day, you just have to do whatever it takes to get you feeling the best that you can. And, you know, comparing yourself to others is this downward spiral that you absolutely don't want to take. It will take time to work on, but please, please try to do the above tricks and let me know how you get on because they've definitely worked for me and I really hope they work for you. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Sniffing Out the Bullshit and I will see you next week for another episode.